Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Apparel Academy. Now I've been getting a lot of questions lately from people that are interested in getting started in the embroidery business, but don't know where to begin. So in this episode, I've put together a seven step guide to guide you through the process of how to start your embroidery business. As always, if you like this video, give it a quick thumbs up. I would really appreciate it. And if you can subscribe to our channel so you can stay up to date with the latest trends and the latest updates. Now, before we get started, I want to set the context for who this guide is intended for. First of all, it's for people who are curious about the embroidery business and want to know where to begin. Also, it's for people who want to start a business from home, which is especially helpful in the current circumstances. Finally, it's also for people who are looking to add embroidery to their existing custom apparel business. So this guide will cover a seven-step process starting from researching about the industry all the way to setting up your business and marketing to get your first customers. So it gives you a comprehensive step-by-step -step guide to give you the framework on what you should look for when starting your embroidery business. So diving into step number one, once you've decided that you want to start an embroidery business or that you are interested to start an embroidery business and it's the right fit for you, you want to start by looking at the different brands in the market that can offer those type of equipment to fulfill your needs. Now, first and foremost, going with the right brand is going to matter a lot because it determines how your relationship is going to be established, as well as the resources that you'll have at your disposal to make sure that your business can grow and scale. Start by asking these questions. What do the different brands offer and where do they differ? Do they offer training and support? What kind of hours do they have their support line open? And what kind of charges are associated with any warranty or support needs so that you can make sure you have the right tools and resources to scale once you've started your business. Another important factor to look at when researching different brands is their online presence and the overall resources and support that's available in terms of tutorials and constant content so that you can keep educated and up to speed with the latest trends. Do they have different videos on YouTube or other channels that can help you learn a new tip or some tricks to help you along in your embroidery business? Do they have a Facebook support group or some sort of community where you can network and learn from others in a similar boat? Another important question to ask and one that's often overlooked is whether the brand is an actual manufacturer or just a distributor or middleman of the actual brand. This is especially important because going with the manufacturer of a particular brand will get you direct access to the people that are most knowledgeable about the product rather than going through someone that's just a distributor or a middleman. In that case, when the middleman does not know the actual details of the question that you're asking, they would have to go back to the manufacturer and get those details. So going straight to the manufacturer when you're deciding on a brand to partner with is going to be super critical and get you that direct access without another layer of complexity in between. Finally, you want to have a good gauge of the overall reputation of the company by checking either Google or Facebook reviews online or speaking with other machine owners that have that brand's particular machine. Moving on to step number two, once you've decided what brand you're going to go with in the embroidery business and 
uh, be the partner for your business going forward, it is important to decide what machine within that brand spectrum is going to best suit your needs. And this is very important because there are a variety of machines, especially from a company that manufactures their own machine. You're likely to find a spectrum of machinery that are suited for different needs, and it might get a little bit overwhelming at times deciding which one you should go with. Now, while every situation is going to be different, and I can't possibly tell you what machine is going to fit your needs without knowing more details, here are some questions that you should keep in mind to ask so that a representative or someone from that brand can actually help guide you to the machine that can fit your needs. <clears throat> some of the questions include, is this a part-time or full-time business that you're looking to run? This is important because if you're just doing this on a part-time basis, you're not gonna have as much time dedicated to the business, or maybe you're just testing the waters. If that's the case, go with a smaller machine to start and you can always scale further later on. If you already have prior experience in sewing or embroidery, then know that the learning curve is not gonna be much less than someone that's just starting embroidery from scratch. Because of this smaller learning curve, you can decide to go with a more advanced machine model so that it can do a lot more and have a lot more capabilities and help you scale from Another very important question to ask is what type of items will you be embroidering? This is super critical because it really determines what kind of capabilities you need in your machinery. Are you focusing on caps? Maybe you're focusing on very large garments, like bulky garments such as jackets or bags. Those different types of apparel or garments that you specialize in will determine what type of machine is going to best suit those needs. How often do you plan on running your machine? This kind of correlates with the first question of whether this is a part-time or a full-time business because you need to determine how long you need your machine to run for on a day-to-day -day basis. If you're going to be looking for something that's going to be high volume or high throughput, you want something that's durable, something preferably commercial or industrial, so that it's really meant to be run on a 24-hour basis. <clears throat> With some of those questions in mind, you also want to consider the different types of embroidery machines that are out there. For example, the difference between a home embroidery machine, a semi-commercial machine, or a fully commercial machine. Those differences are going to correlate with what you actually need so that you can determine which machine will fit within your budget, within your needs, and decide which one to go with. For example, if you're using this for a business purpose, you might want to go with either a semi-commercial model or a fully commercial and industrial model so that you can have the peace of mind that this is going to be run 24-7 with no issues and that it has the capabilities to further scale. These semi-commercial or fully commercial embroidery machines typically range uh, in needle numbers between 10 to 15 needles per head, while the home embroidery machine models typically range between 1 and 6 needles. Speaking of the home embroidery machine models, those machine models are really used for either a side hobby or a business that doesn't have a lot of volume or you're just doing this for friends and family and maybe some small volume selling online. Because of the price difference between something that's a single needle or a six needle to something that's fully commercial in a 10 to 15 needle single head machine, that price difference does account for the reliability as well as the durability of something that's meant to be run 24 seven versus something that's not. 
Finally, you want to ask yourself the questions regarding your finances and what you can actually afford. A lot of people in the industry say and recommend that you want to go with the machine with the largest machine that can fit within your budget. This is to really help you get the biggest bang for your buck and really get the largest machine that can fit within your budget so that you don't have to trade in a machine that you under purchased and therefore outgrew it within a couple of months. So the questions that you should be asking here are, what are some of your overhead costs? Are you renting out a retail space or are you working from home? Those can determine what your finances could be. What are you comfortable in terms of upfront costs in terms of a down payment? Or are you fully wanting to, to be fully financed so you don't have to put a single dollar down? Now, for example, here at Recoma, we do offer 0% financing so that you can mitigate that upfront risk because that is a huge chunk of cash flow that you can save and reinvest back into your business in terms of supplies and other materials to run your inventory business without tying that cash up upfront for a down payment. To put it simply, a low monthly payment of $100 to $200 can really be affordable. It can really be covered with just one to two small orders per month, if you think about it that way. So people are really offloading the upfront risk and knowing that as long as they get one or two small orders every single month, they can cover the monthly payment. So if you're interested to learn more about this topic, I do have some links and resources below in the description that can help you learn more about financing or other options that you might have so that you can determine what's the best route for you. Now, moving on to step number three. Now that you have determined what brand to go with and what embroidery machine to get, you have to get trained on the machine and start practicing so you can be well on your way to mastering the craft. Some of the common ways to get trained on an embroidery machine include online training, or training videos, or even on-site training in person um, that might be a separate charge or it could be free included with your purchase. You also want to be able to have ongoing resources and support so that you can ask any questions, especially to a community of people or an ecosystem of like-minded people in this industry so that you can learn from others as well as having the support from the manufacturer so that you can actually get help when you need it. Now, just to give you an overview of some of the training resources we offer here at Vicoma, some of the things that I just mentioned, including online training, is included with your single head machine purchases, while a two-day on-site installation and training at your location is included with a multi-head purchase of two heads or up. But like I mentioned, the training doesn't just stop there right after the training, right? You're gonna have to practice. And during that practice, during your normal business operations on a day-to-day -day basis, you're going to have questions. And that's where a lot of the extra resources come in in terms of ongoing YouTube videos or tutorials, as well as a private access to a group of people that have Recoma machines that you can ask questions with. And that is an extra layer of added value that we provide to all of our customers. Now, if you are in that practice and perfecting stage, I want to give you a free resource that you can download in the description below. It's the top 50 most popular fabrics and what you should do in terms of embroidery settings and needles and backing to use on those particular fabrics. It's been a really popular guide of ours, and I hope that you find that useful so you can go ahead and download it in the description below. 
Moving on to step number four, setting up a business entity such as an LLC or a corporation and setting up customer contracts. One of the first benefits of setting up an LLC or a corporation and get your business actually registered is that you can save a lot on taxes. And what I mean by that is you can then set up vendor accounts with different suppliers and blank apparel vendors so that you can get preferred pricing and also save on tax exemption because you don't have to pay sales tax if you're buying it wholesale and then reselling it when you put your embroidery on it. These discounts might not seem like much, but they do add up over time and it really helps to get this set up and the prerequisite to that is having a business entity and a tax ID number. Now I would recommend consulting with a legal or tax advisor so that you can determine what business entity or what structure is best suited for your needs, but I've personally seen that a lot of small embroidery shops do start out as an LLC. Now that you have your legal entity set up, now is a very good time to get those contracts in place so you have everything ready to go before start taking on orders. Now, some of the contract types that you should consider include a sample approval form, which is handy when you need to send that to the customer to approve a proof before it goes into production. You also probably need a general contract or a sales order of some sort, sales order agreement of some sort, where the customer places the order to start in terms and conditions. And finally, it might be useful to have a specialty garment waiver form so that it waives you of any responsibilities or liability if the garment does get messed up during embroidery, provided that the customer is the one that's giving you their blank apparel. Now I've placed a link in the description below to give you some of the sample templates for these contract types that you can just swipe and apply it to your business. So hopefully you find that helpful. Step number five, purchasing embroidery materials, supplies, and accessories. Obviously it goes without saying that in order to do proper embroidery, you would need supplies to run the embroidery itself. You would also need the blank garments to embroider on both of which you can get from quality vendors that you can set up wholesale accounts with that you can get discounts and tax savings on. Now that you have wholesale accounts set up for these different suppliers, it might also be helpful to get some embroidery machine accessories so that it can make you more efficient in your embroidery process. For your convenience, I've actually put together several links in the description below that can help you get the best and most popular embroidery machine accessories and what they're used for, as well as a list of suppliers and blank whether it be for blank apparel or for threads and backing that you can swipe and go ahead and set up accounts with those vendors. Moving on to the second to last step, step number six, which is pricing and marketing. Now, pricing and marketing are probably the two most frequently asked questions that I get, whether it be on my live Q&As on Facebook or any questions in our Facebook groups. That's because one of the first things that people wonder when they get started in this embroidery business is how should I price my items? But without going into too much detail, which I do have a detailed video you can check out right here on pricing and how to set up your pricing structure properly so you're not underpricing and still being competitive in the market. But to give you a quick overview, you want to 
price based on a time-based formula so that it really reflects the time that it takes for you to do a particular item in terms of embroidering on it instead of going by just a pure stitch count rule or some other form of the stitch count rule that's floating around. Now in terms of marketing, I also do have a variety of videos on this channel talking about different marketing strategies as relates to the custom apparel business, but some of them do include getting on social media. Since embroidery is a very visual art, people want to see what type of services you can provide and see a sample of the quality of, type of the work that you can actually do. So it behooves you, it benefits you to actually get on these social media platforms because they're absolutely free and post on a consistent basis. I do have a video on that somewhere on this channel that you can also check out that dives into detail what social media platforms you should utilize and what cadence of posts and the, and the types of content that you should be posting on those channels. Another tried and true method is sampling. If you can provide a sample of your work to your local businesses, especially with their logo on it, so they can actually see uh, what their logo looks like in embroidered form, that can really help kind of go that extra mile for that customer and put your best foot forward to earn their business. And last but not least, obviously word of mouth is super important. You wanna do quality work so that you can have those customers become evangelists for your service, for your brand, and tell more people about your services. That's how a lot of our customers have gotten started. And as you look around into your network, there are these low hanging fruits in terms of people in your network that are already looking or have a need for embroidery that you can reach out to or at least get an introduction to some other people so that you can get your feet wet and get started in this business. If you're looking to learn more about marketing your embroidery business, I do have several links in the description below that you can dive further into that topic if you're interested. And finally, step number seven, the very last step, which is hiring help. This is for you if you are scaling your business and you've already gotten steps one to six down packed and you've rinsed and repeat several times and now you've really gotten a groove, a, a cadence for your business. You're getting constant uh, orders in and now you want to be able to free up your time so that you can grow the business even further. One of the first typical hires that I've seen embroidery businesses uh, make is a hire for an operator. The machine operator can really take the bulk of the actual running of the machines and operations of the machine so that it frees up the owner's time, your time, to go and get more business, to drum up more business. Now, if you train the embroidery operator properly or if the operator already has prior embroidery experience, it'll be a really quick ramp up period and a lower learning curve and therefore be able to add value right away. All right, guys, so I hope you found all of that information helpful. Again, this was intended to be a step-by-step -step guide going from A to Z and kind of summarizing everything into a comprehensive outline for the steps that you should take if you're interested in starting in the custom apparel or embroidery space, or if you're looking to expand, or like the current situation, very conducive for starting a business from home. As always, if you found this video helpful, give it a quick thumbs up and subscribe to our channel. I would greatly appreciate that as it really helps the growth of this channel and continue to motivate us and tell us what content you want to see to help you in your custom apparel journey. I also want to tell you that if you haven't followed us on Instagram, do follow us at Recoma HQ. If you haven't already, check us out there. We do post there almost daily. 
Finally, I want to remind you to join our free Facebook group, Embroidery and Custom Apparel Mastery. I've linked it in the description below. Now it's over 15,000 embroiderers and custom apparel decorators in that group sharing knowledge, tips, and tricks. It's a ton of insight, and I'm sure that you'll get a lot of value out of it. All right, that's it, guys. I hope you enjoyed it, and see you guys next time.